This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is Sunday, November 19th, and let me be the first one to wish everybody a happy Fuck Michigan week. It is that time of year, isn't it? (laughs) Everybody thought I might slide in with a nice little Thanksgiving uh, cheer there, but uh, fuck Michigan. They did kind of take something out of the whole Thanksgiving holiday when they supplanted the Ohio State-Michigan game to always be the Saturday after Thanksgiving now. I love it though because it's like it's always in like I know I'm gonna go to the game every year and now I'm like I know when it is. There's no like, is it the weekend before? Is it? Uh, 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 it's like all right, we're completely fine. We know where it's at. I love that part of it. Not a fan. It irritates me because we had that used to always be because then you had family that you had to worry about and you had to do stuff and it used to be get in the coach, get in the RV, load up on Thursday, drive up, spend the night in a parking lot, deep fry a turkey in honor of Thanksgiving, that's going to be the next week or the week before, and then chill out and spend four days doing the Michigan trip. But then all of a sudden you, it became everybody's got to leave Friday because they wanted to do it after Thanksgiving. Then it became Friday afternoon, and then you got up to Ann Arbor late. And it just, I'm not a fan. See, I'm fine with that. I, that actually, like, I, I like that more. I like that it's not, like, uh, a long time up in Ann Arbor I feel like those trips, like especially when we did Virginia Tech, uh, time gets away from you, <laughs> and you don't even know what day it is. Like I don't like that when I'm like, "Hey, there's football on tomorrow," and you're like, "Well, no, tomorrow's Friday," and I'm like, "Oh no!" Like I've had one too many drinks already, and I don't like when you can't. I, it's just a very it's a set schedule, so I, I like that going forward. So let's let's break down the game. Um, let's let's talk about this first. Uh, Hardball mm-hmm. is he in trouble here? No, I would I would. Any other institution, I would say probably, but not there because, I mean, they've gone through a gamut of coaches already, right? And this was supposed to be the savior. And, and has he had four full years of recruiting now, right? This will end, this will be the end of his fourth year. Right. He's, 0 and, he's 0 and 3 against us. Right. So he's had, this will be four full years of recruiting. So his next class will be his first ones that he could theoretically say he'd have four full years. I don't know if they let him go that long. I think it's kind of hard to get rid of him, though. What do you think the Michigan fan like dead dead honest like in their souls? What are they thinking like? Oh God, we might have the wrong guy. That's a great question. I don't know. I, I've never posed that question. We should ask some of our friends that are Michigan fans and say, Hey, do, do, does your guy Conrad does he does he like uh, Harbaugh? Uh, he yeah, but he he wouldn't go too into it. I don't think. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I don't know a whole lot of Michigan people. The people that I know that are Michigan fans, and there's a bunch of them around here in Chicago. And yeah. I've never really had any conversations with them. I don't think they care who it is as long as they win games, which is probably what we all think. And so maybe if that's the case, Harbaugh's not doing it. If he loses this game, and I think the stat's right, because the rivals are Michigan State and Ohio State and just put Wisconsin in, right. I think he has one win against all three of them. Yeah. yeah. Like he beat Michigan State like one time. Like that's a problem. Yeah. It, it, like well, if you don't. I mean, it's and once again, and he's never had a job longer than four years. Right. Next year is his fourth year, so it's like, is he going to wear out his welcome? Can, can they be good next year? I mean, they got to come to our place next year, and would you? We're say not exactly. 
Would you say that you've seen improvement in his team since no. he's been there? No. No. Either. None. No, they're 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 way worse this year than they were last year. No, I agree. I agree. Hmm. Huh. So looking at the game, uh, since the century has turned, we are fourteen and three against them. Some people will say we are going to take our one win away. I'm never going to let that win get away because I saw it. So I say we're fourteen and three. Um, so what's your prediction for this game? Which your you know I already said Michigan's going to win. So I got to find a way to weasel out of that. So give me like. A solid two minutes, what you think, and let me do some weaseling on my side. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm very interested in this game and the fact that what is the message that Urban is trying to send to the rest of college football? Hmm. Uh, because he sent a message the first half of yesterday's game uh, and then pulled our guys out and then put them back in. I think if you look at the paper – the teams on paper, and you've seen what Michigan has done against good teams. They've had some pretty uh, underwhelming performances against good teams. Can I ask a quick question? Uh-huh. Why why did the why did the players go back in? I don't. I've never. I didn't I know. get any of that. I don't know, Doctor Mim and I, because I I got confused thinking that they wanted to get the hundredth reception or hundredth touchdown pass for JT, but they accomplished that in the first half. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have no idea. There was no reason unless the guys were just bored and wanted to warm up and run around in the rain or something. I don't know. It was, but it, going back to Michigan, you know, here's the deal. Uh, it's a rivalry game and I never like taking, I think you drilled the line. Did you say it was going to come off at uh 13? I said 13 and a half came off at 13. Yeah. So it's 13 and a half. Uh, I, I, that's, that's a really impossible bet for me to make on either team at this point. So I do believe the Buckeyes are going to win. I said it at the beginning of the year. I thought we were going to win. I thought we were a better team. I think we're going to go up there. If this cold weather continues to hold through, but it stays dry, that's going to be better for us. Uh, If it gets wet and nasty, then I'm a little concerned. But if it stays dry, then I'll take the Buckeyes winning the game 24-17. Whoa. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of shocked by that. I... uh, I, I really thought you would think it would be high a higher scoring for us. Now I think the uh, Michigan's got a good defense um, and twenty four points. I know you can we can look at it and say, listen, they didn't appear to have a good defense against Wisconsin. They didn't appear to have a good defense against Michigan State. Blah blah. I mean, we could just kind of go down, but at the end, there are some qual- quality players or some seniors on that team. Not many. I think two or three on the defensive side. I can't. <laughs> they lost 13, right, last year. So they lost all these yeah. So here's the deal. Yeah. They may be, as we were discussing prior to this, they may be playing for Harbaugh's job. Ah, uh, See, I don't think that, but they're definitely playing for their own. This will be another graduating class that never beat Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. But I just I think mean, at that... the end of the day, I think the Buckeyes have a lot on the line. They're playing better. They're confident. Listen, this is what worries me. Please don't go up there and try to throw 600 passes. Can we just let Weber and Dobbins get – in a flow and put up, you know, let's have 300 yards of rushing going into the first half, you know, and then, then I'd feel much more comfortable. I still think it's going to be a close game. So let me, I'm, I'm curious cause you did pick them at the beginning of the year. So I'm trying to figure out what score you're going to show with the Buckeyes getting beat by your famed Wolverines. My famed Wolverines. Okay. All I said was, I think trends will change. I think the balls will bounce the other way. The spot was good. But would that spot have been good in Michigan? Eh, I don't know. 
Um, so how I look at this game comes down to one thing. Michigan's coming off Wisconsin, correct? Yes. We're coming off Illinois? Yes. OSU 40, Michigan 17. But how does that equal a Michigan victory? <laughs> the victory is they get they keep Harbaugh for one more year because we don't get in the 50s. Oh, okay. All right. See? I told you. I'd, I'd worm my way around. Um, I just think, once again, their so fans 40, are— 40-17? Yeah. I so think their fans are just— We both think Michigan's scoring 17 points. And I hope they get less than that. But <laughs> I just think—I uh, I, just—the way I look at it, I can't imagine— like as an Ohio State fan, like I'm excited to go up there. I'm excited to go to the game. Um, we've got a lot on the line, and I know it is a rivalry. I mean, I get that, but I can't imagine what it's like for them to be like, "All right, like let's go back in there and take on Urban." And that one Ohio State fan is going to beat her ass, or that he's going to hang a banner that somehow makes fun of Harbaugh. Like it, it just doesn't seem like they're that into it. Like it's just kind of, it's like how we were in the '90s. It's kind of like, "All right, here comes Tim Bianca Batuka." Like whatever the the crazy thing is is all these records were Michigan was crushing us now uh, this is where things get picky but if you look at when the Ford Pass was invented in 1922 we have a better record against you know we have a, and if we win this we would be within eight of tying the all time record which in my lifetime I wanted three national championships and I want that record at least tied so where it's like there's no all time argument. There's nothing. Ohio State is equal to Michigan, and that task seemed impossible when I was in high school, and now it kind of seems like it's plausible, which is exciting to think of. So I got 40-17. I am going – you know me, Jason. It's going to piss you off. I'm going to bet the game. Um, I'll probably play with the under over-under like I did last year. By the way, I've won it three straight years, so I don't know why you're rolling your eyes over there. Um, so – but let, let's, let's, let's talk about – the prelude to that, let's get into a little Thanksgiving talk. Me and you have very different culinary backgrounds. Um, so I just want to go ahead. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you how my Thanksgiving goes and just uh, kind of see, play it off you, see what you're thinking here. You so let me go and tell you what a, a traditional Thanksgiving appears like so that at least you have some insight. First off, I've had traditional Thanksgivings and they suck. <laughs> So go ahead. No, Knock yourself go right out. ahead. Let's let's hear what is the Camden family traditions. So Jude, my mom, she's coming over at uh, 10 a 10:30 on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we will probably start off with some nachos. Um, may, might put some beef on them. Not too sure. Uh, get some movies going. I don't watch much uh, football on Thanksgiving. I'm really not the biggest Thanksgiving football guy. More of a movie guy. Um, Although I do like the tradition of watching the Lions get blow the fuck out. That's always funny. Um, then we're going to have spaghetti. Um, a very, very, very good spaghetti that my mom makes with uh, crispy-ass bacon, some breadsticks. Um, I will be having bourbon. My mom drinks wine. Uh, also going to be making some uh, martinis for her as well. And then I'm going to have uh, a little pumpkin pie. And I'm going to have my favorite... Um, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which is the late uh, tonight late night show. That's it. That's my entire plan. I think you forgot. I I had uh, been part of this conversation earlier, and uh, your lovely, super cool mother also said that she was going to fix a salad. I know you probably oh, won't yeah. eat it, 
But no, I will. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's a kale. It's gonna be kale salad too. Wow. So watch out. So that is yeah. by far the closest connection, other than the pumpkin pie. We hadn't discussed pumpkin pie before, but yeah. So the the salad was gonna be the closest connection to a traditional Thanksgiving. But since you threw pumpkin pie in, you're getting closer. I mean, that's that's right on there. That's. I just first off, I just the reason we eat what we eat for Thanksgiving, I think, is done by marketing companies. Sure. They like completely make up this shit where we had, hey, Indians, come on over, come hang out with us and all. I don't believe any of that humbo mumbo jumbo, dude. I think it's just all made up bullshit, like sweetest day. And they get you in this thing where you got to have turkey. Hey, guess what? Turkey's dry. I don't care if you don't get in water. Turkey's dry. Like, I'm not a turkey guy. Give me a million things before you give me turkey. Now, I know what you're going to tell me. Somehow you make some bomb ass turkey, which I probably think you do. Oh, here we go. But I'm just saying. I think this whole propaganda machine, conspiracy, Jared, all everything with JFK getting shot, that was all built on turkey sales. Look it up. Well, I I, I do think the smartest move you make at Thanksgiving is this just you and your mother. Because as much as I enjoy your friendship, I never want to come enjoy Thanksgiving with you. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. What what because I do like the tradition. That? I do like the tradition. Why? What do you like about it? I like the idea of having that meal, having it throughout the day so it is extended. Do you wear comfortable clothes? Do you wear comfortable clothes? I'm not that kind of crazy guy. I just wear my normal stuff, right? So, But this year's different. But you got, you got to dress up a little bit more usually on Thanksgiving. I don't have to. I don't do, I do shit. I wear sweats. Now, because see, I'm usually cooking. Like, this is one of the first years I haven't really cooked. I'm going to cook a little, but not much. Because I, I don't have any responsibilities other than... I've been tasked with bringing a uh, my sweet potato candied casserole that I like to make. So I'm, I'm that just sound that sounds like the grossest shit on this planet to me. Yeah, well, the only the only word I got I was like ooh, it got me a little ooh candy. That's candy, yeah. candy. I was like oh, oh skittles, like because yeah. he put skittles in it. That's good. I use sweet tarts, skittles, and yams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I will say funnest word to say Thanksgiving yams. Yams, it's great. Yeah. Yam's a great word. So I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know it. I, know it. I am a guest this year at uh, Dr. Mem's home uh, for Thanksgiving. So that's, uh, I'm assuming we're going to have a traditional Thanksgiving. Because I said, hey, what can I bring? And he said, well, and I said, well, let me bring something. And he said, okay. And I was like, how about I bring my candy jams? Because they're, they're pretty well known. They're sloshed with a lot of bourbon. So they're really good. But so I'm hoping we get that because I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the doctor listens to this and then decides to make a big bowl of pasta. <laughs> and that would be a little disappointing. But I'm hoping we're going the traditional route. I like the turkey. I like the ham. I like the mashed potatoes. And I like the second time you get around. Like I like having like because we always did like the one o'clock oh. eat. And then I like the five o'clock, six o'clock. Oh, part. that's the fucking worst part. It's, it's like best. when you're having like the yucky like leftover shit. I am captain no leftover. Yeah, everything gets one run in my life. It's like the only thing, and it's gonna be it's gonna come back in the draft. The only thing that I'll eat is pizza, like cold pizza. Everything else, you got a shelf life, and it is small. I can't stand that. Like when something gets like a, a layer of like gelatin on it, oh that just makes me like so sick. I just have no interest in anything like that. Ugh. Then I like okay, so what Rank your top three things you're excited to eat at the doctor's house. Uh, I, well, he made this mac and cheese when we played poker the other day. That was oh, okay. 
Hold on a second. That's not Thanksgiving food. Yes, it is. Mac and cheese is not. No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. Do not. Yes, do it not is. Every Thanksgiving I've ever gone to. Name. No, that's not. But not in the yes. traditional sense. Yes. It, it, since oh, I you're telling me the, 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 pilgrims, the pilgrims were making this shit. Well, they didn't make spaghetti. I'm, mine is the exactly. I don't. I'm not mind fucking molded no, by the society. Cheese, I, I, I bet if you did a poll. I bet if you did a poll, most people would say mac and cheese accompanies their Thanksgiving day. Because I like, bullshit. like like I, mac and cheese doesn't deserve that kind of punishment. See, if you were to actually get out and explore a little of Thanksgiving foods, you'll find that there's a lot more <laughs> oh. options than your traditional just turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing and green beans. Here's my thing. I am I'm cool with you doing the mem. I mean, he is part of our family. I get all that. I just can't stay in fucking family. So I'm glad I don't have to do with it. I dread it. Even as a kid, I dreaded doing it because I don't want to talk to people that are like some sort of fifth aunt. And she's like, how's third grade? And I'm like, I just want to play my game gear. Like, I don't want to talk to any of you people. I don't relate. Like, you guys are my family. So it'd be fun to get together with you guys. But I just don't. Like the turkey just never tastes good. Cranberries, get the fuck out of my house with oh, that shit. Best. Stuffing, stuffing. You know what's, just what's so weird? Oh. oh, I love stuffing, but it's got to be good stuffing. Like, and it's weird because it's never good. There's, uh, I just don't think anybody has good good stuffing. Sorry, that doesn't even make sense to me. Okay, well, this is what we'll have to do. We'll have to actually have you over for Thanksgiving one year, and I'll put it my meal together. You could try it, because you've no expanded no your taste palette since we've hung out. So you might actually enjoy it. Just if I, if I you, That's fine. Just make sure that macaroni and cheese, you make double the amount. Yeah. yeah I'll, just have, I'll just have mac and cheese, and that, I'll be good. Oh, left out. I always drink chocolate milk on Thanksgiving, too. Big chocolate milk guy on Thanksgiving. I mean, you have never f- cease to amaze me with your ability to be 11 years old. I mean, that's all there I, is to this. If I was on my deathbed and you're like, you could have one last thing. I would definitely be like, I want Andy caps, hot fries and a big like chocolate milk. I mean, <laughs> those you are my two favorite are, things. You're the only alcoholic 11 year old. I know that's all I know. Hey, Hey, you, you, you use a word there. I don't like, you know, I'm a nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> We've hung out for a few years, so I aged you two years over the oh. 10 or 15 years that I've known you. I would say I've aged a lot since, since we've hung out. There was the, the, the rain of fireball in our lives alone. Just, yeah. Well, that took years off our life. That's for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm excited for my Thanksgiving. It sounds like you're just going to be great. But, I mean, I can tell you the word Thanksgiving used to put so much dread into my life. Because I would have to sit there and my parents would make me eat food that they know that I could not stand. And the whole time I would just be like chewing it and chewing it and chewing it. And just I would ask for like any sort of like red Fago pop, anything that I could take a drink of to take the taste away from the food in my mouth so I could swallow. That's how much I detest Thanksgiving. That's a shame. It's a shame. One of my one of my uh, it is probably the king of eating holidays because it's the one most associated with, with the meal. Right, bro, bro. I have great spaghetti, amazing nachos, crispy ass bacon. Like I get everything I could want on a great eating day. Explain that to me. Who brought the bacon into the idea with the well, spaghetti? When it comes to me and my mom, there's bacon with everything. Like, I mean, okay. I'm not saying it's, like, it's not a great thing. Yeah. So we, we, we cook the bacon, then we crush it up and put it onto the spaghetti. So when you bite, so when you're like, and we do it like right at the last second. 
So when you're getting into it, you have like crunch in your uh, spaghetti. So you you really crisp that bacon up, burn it almost. No, nah, not burn it, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's not. There's no there's no New York flop on it. I mean, it's serious bacon. Nice. And we're not cutting any corners. We get good ass bacon. Yeah. So fuck your turkeys, Do you everybody. Use a can sauce. Do you guys use a can sauce? You make a homemade sauce. Homemade. Get the fuck out of here. Homemade sauce. Do can sauce. We use mids. Mids is my shit. Yes. I, you know why I can't? I don't. I can't have chunky shit. I don't like chunks. <laughs> I don't like chunky. I'm like the. I don't. I can't stand chunk. I don't like tomatoes. You are. So right. You I, are nine. You are nine. I the whole eleven year old comment was so wrong. What's wrong with not liking chunky stuff? And by the way, everybody on here. I went to Italy with Jason for like a week. I didn't. I never said one thing about any plate that came out. I ate everything else put in front of me. It was all pizza, and I didn't say a word. But there was mushrooms and shit on my stuff. I didn't say a word. Now, when I'm in America, I want it my way. Why do I want chunks in my food? It's just got the worst texture to it. Like, I can't stand it. Like, I like my shit pure. Like, I, the craziest one is, if, you, if anybody here ever sees me eat salsa, I take the chip and put it directly down and put it right back up. I'm not trying to scoop anything out of there. Like, someone, the, I don't know where it was. They brought me out, like a, salsa, like, a salsa, and there was, like, no liquid. It was, like, a real salsa, and I was, like, pass. Like, hard pass. Ugh. Chunks are gross. Well, anything to add? We got anything no, else? No, I, I, I'm just usually I'm loss of words at this point. Just put another win up for me. Just another another day on the podcast. Just you know, there's picking up fans out there. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have to get into one thing. On um, there's one thing I didn't bring up about Thanksgiving. Um, the last thing I have every Thanksgiving is Reese cups. <laughs> you know, because you got to bring everything back around. Jason, why does a Reese cup that is either the shape of a Christmas tree, the shape of a jack-o'-lantern, or like a turkey, why do those Reese cups taste different than a normal Reese cup? Do they change anything with the formula or the recipe or the ingredients? Or is it that there's less chocolate because the ridges are gone? But you can, yes. if you eat one or the other, they're completely different. So, just so the folks that don't know, there was on Saturday, Friday, Friday, a horrible attempt at recording a podcast. It may be the worst piece of pod ever created. It featured the Craig, Jared, and myself with one microphone and 11 bottles of bourbon. And it well, was technically I wasn't there. I, I, my, my conscious <laughs> okay, thinking yeah, checked yeah, out. So. Yeah. Well, you blacked out probably two minutes into it and started talking. I blacked out 20 minutes into talking. No, I, I just, it was not a good thing, but we did try to attempt to discuss the Reese cup. If you remember this, I don't remember this. So tell me okay. what you think. So I think what I came up with from our discussion, and I would agree is that, like the egg for sure, the Reese cup egg and the tree, it's like they just put like a coating of chocolate over it that's very thin. So there's no point in there where there's a big chunk of chocolate. It's just like a, a thin shell over it. Versus when you get a Reese cup, if you cut a Reese cup in half, there's a pretty thick ridge of chocolate, both at the bottom and the top. And then the ridges on the top around it really add a lot of chocolate. The other thing that we didn't discuss in the previous pod, which I have no 
scientific evidence on this, but it seems to me that the peanut butter in the Reese cup itself is drier than the peanut butter that is found in the, and it seems like there's always more peanut butter, those eggs or those pumpkins or the trees or whatever it is, but it seems more moist. And I don't know if that's because it's more moldable. So I don't know if that affects the flavor, but I would a hundred percent agree with you. A Reese egg or tree or pumpkin does not taste identical to a Reese cup. And I'm sure my argument back was the invention of the Reese big cup. Because that's where everybody was like, well, the taste difference is because there's not as much um, peanut butter in it. But now they have the big cup, which some of them by that have Reese pieces in them. Holy shit, you want to talk about a rush. Um, but I think that kind of argument goes against it in that sense, where it's like, hey, they are making a Reese that's a little bit bigger. So you're getting more of that peanut butter. But it is amazing how I like when I have a Reese cup, I just need one Reese cup. And I put the other one in the refrigerator and I'm like, I'll get back to it another day. I'm just not someone who like crushes Reese cups like that. Don't put miniatures around me or anything like that. I'll eat a hundred of those. But, but when you, it comes uh, to, would you rather have two Reese's or one big cup? One big cup. Yeah, I like the big cup. I like the peanut butter. It's my favorite part. I don't even think Reese's mm-hmm. has like good a chocolate. No, it's um, not. But in the same way that how we talk about if I want a hamburger, I want a hamburger. But I want when I want McDonald's, I want McDonald's. If I want candy, I want candy. When I want Reese cups, I want Reese cups. But when it comes to if there's like six Christmas trees, yeah, you got about two minutes. I'm gonna eat them all. There's just something about them. They're just so fucking good. But there's like when you get fancy candy, you know, that's in a box with like dividers and all that. They all have a knockoff Reese, not Toblerone, but I mean like a a C's candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the white box and the little division, you got a little thing on it. The peanut butter cups inside those are always lousy. They're nowhere near as good as a Reese cup. Why doesn't Reese have competition? It seems know. like such an easy. It's like that it seems so fucking easy. Like my biggest disappointment was when they came out with Reese peanut butter, like in the peanut butter oh, aisle. It was dog shit. It was dog it, shit. It was. I, I mean, I was hoping it was going to be the Reese peanut butter in the candy. Uh, yeah, I was just going to fucking maul it every single day. I was so excited. Yeah. So that was, but then again, that would have, that would have killed everybody if they would (laughs) have do that, but they should release that once a year. Yeah. Pick, pick like a random day in June and be like, we're going to own this day from now on. It's Reese peanut butter launch day. Oh, shouldn't they? I always thought they should do Reese cup naked and it would just be the peanut butter without the chocolate. I don't know if it would hold. I, I, that's the question. I don't know. What if they did it where it was Reese cup and you could like, it was like hard chocolate and you could like crack it and get into it. Hmm. And have I'm you ever had big... Reese's white Reese's yeah, white chocolate? I was just going there. I hate those. I haven't had it. I never tried it. Have you had Do the you dark ever had chocolate the ones? The what? The dark chocolate Reese cups. No, no, I don't like those either. Have you had the cereal? Yes. I've never had it. I have. It's not bad. It's but you know the problem with all those cereals, those round ball cereals, they dry and they cut the roof of my mouth. But from a flavor <laughs> standpoint, no. <laughs> no, no. have we ever done cereal on here as our draft? No. All right, we're gonna whatever. I'm gonna talk about a cereal. It, well, anyways, we'll get to it later. But uh, fucking Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, dude. Those I swear to God, they put razor blades in those things, like miniature razor blades. You get done with eating that, and it's like a 20-minute, like, on-the-couch sideways, like, why 
Why did I do that? And by the way, why do I want to go pour more into my bowl? Did I, I, didn't I pick you up a bag of, of, uh, lucky charms that were just the marshmallows? Fuck. Yeah. I got that at grandma's cheese barn or something there between here or between Columbus and Cleveland. When I got like almost to the bottom of that bag, like I just poured the milk into the bag and just ate it that way. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't want all this good marshmallow at the bottom to get wasted. And I was like, I'm just going into the bag. Fuck it. I'm fairly certain those aren't actually the, uh, the identical marshmallows that come no. out of Lucky Charms, no. but pretty close, no. right? Yeah. I, see, when I was young, I used to eat Magic Stars, which is the, the knockoff of Lucky Charms. And they didn't taste the same, but I mean, shit, you know, whatever. It's called Magic Stars? Magic Stars, man. I love the Magic Stars. That's, that's our uh, IGA knockoff in Sunbury, Ohio. So. Hmm. I don't know. All that's, right. Uh, that's well, interesting. I got... We got to switch it up. We got to talk about our boy for just one second. We got to talk about Donnie Twitter. I mean, how fast you were on the airplane when we were texting, weren't you? Yeah. This stuff just happens so quick. So at 12:42 today, Donnie fucking Twitter came out with now that they're now that the three basketball players are out of China and saved from years of, in jail, Lavar Ball, father of Leandro, whatever, is as unaccepting of what I did for his son that, and that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail. Jason, he dropped this 20 minutes for NFL football. Everybody on Twitter, everything was zoomed in on this good football weekend. Trump completely changed the narrative. He is just unreal how he does this. 57,000 tweets in six hours. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I landed and you know, when you're flying and then you land, you turn your phone on and you get a bunch of emails and all that. I got like 19 messages between you, Mike, and then all my Twitter stuff just was going crazy. And of course I read it. uh, Just, just let you know, he he tweeted in the last 20 minutes. Shoplifting is a very big deal in China as it should be five to 10 years in jail, but not to father LeVar. Should have gotten his son out during my next trip to China instead. China told them why they were released. Very ungrateful. I mean, and for those who like listen and don't exactly know who LeVar Ball is, this guy's got three sons that are, two of them are at least going to play in the NBA. He's flipped everything on top of its head. Everybody says their marketing won't work because he's so boisterous. But everything he said is going to happen has happened so far. Um, he's just very, very polarizing guy especially in sports everything really draws towards him so the well, he's fact just that, a dick i mean that's all there yeah. is to it i mean he he told i forget which female reporter to get back in line or back in the kitchen yeah. is that what he told her yeah. uh so yeah, I, I don't so think he's a very good guy he's uh i, I mean I, I i'm sure he, ha- he thinks he has his son's best interest in mind uh and it's a shame because his sons are pretty decent basketball players you know uh, but mm-hmm. the that personality now going against Trump, I can't wait. If he doesn't fire back, there's something wrong. He's gonna fire back, but now the question is, or my, I guess the when I look at it, I don't think Lavar is what Lavar puts out in society. Like I actually watched the like Facebook show, and he's actually like a really good dad. Like. As far as like family, like his wife just got through like brain cancer and he's like, therefore, like 
everything I saw on that show was really good. I was like, oh, man, there is another side of LeVar other than him trying to become this mogul media guy. Which, by the way, big baller brand, they sold out of their shit. Like, they did pretty good. But this you is going to be When I watched The Apprentice, I saw the way that he and his daughter interacted. And I think Trump's a really good dad. <laughs> I'm not oh, saying anything God. about Donnie's you know family. You know what's better is just to turn it all off. I, I would recommend... Even if it meant sacrificing all of our fans not to listen to podcasts anymore, just go outside. You know, I know it's a little cold up north now, so take a jacket, build a fire, look up, because this is just ridiculous. This can't be reality. When I land on the plane and LeVar Ball and Donald Trump are going to be in a Twitter fight, it's, it's just, I don't have time for this in my life anymore. But that's the thing, you don't have to. Like, we talked about it, we texted about it, and now I'm good. Like, I... I don't, you know, next time someone will bring it up or I'll hear it on a different podcast, something like that. Like, I don't, I don't have to put much into but it. But it's never ending. We, well, we could open are, every know. podcast. Once a week, we could open the podcast with one tweet that is yeah. so outlandish. So I don't even, what was the last one we talked about? The one when he said, why did he call me old? I don't call him short and fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said in one week, I'd forget it. I totally was just sitting here like, what the hell did he say again? Because he's got new material. It's like a comedian that never stops. That's fucking amazing. He's got to have a crew that writes for him. He can't. I don't. No way. He doesn't do. He's not a president. He doesn't do shit. I think being president's a little bit overrated. I don't think you do as much as people say. I think there's a lot of stress. It looks fun. I'm saying I think there's stress when you do make a decision, but I don't think there's much decision making. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Okay. So, all right. That's enough Donnie Twitter. We we get on too much. So I actually had something I got in my mind today. I. I will explain how it got into my mind. Um, so we know robots are coming. Like Saudi Arabia has a robot that is considered an actual citizen. So you can't like kill this robot. So Jason, how long do you think it is until robots are accepted in America? Like that they are, they can not, not exactly be citizens, but that you can take your robot with you somewhere. I think you already do. I mean, if you want a robot that has uh, arms and legs and that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, AI. Kind of like stuff. AI, like a person. But you want it to look and act like a person, right? Because yeah. there's plenty of robots in the world all over today. But you want a robot that is replacing a human maybe as a friend or, a, or as a, a, a worker for you. Uh, no, no, not friend or worker. I'm thinking about these dudes that can't fuck chicks. And they're like, I'm going to get a robot to fuck. And I wanted to be able to walk around and be my girlfriend. Have you ever That's seen exactly... uh, Lars and the Real Girl? It's a movie. No. Uh, look it up. Lars the and Lars the Real the Girl. Lars the guitarist? Lars, L-A-R-S. No, and it's, uh, but it's a, a movie very much about a guy who dresses up a real girl doll as his companion and has a life around it. In our lifetime, are we going to see this shit? Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. Good. Cause here's my question. So it's Friday night. Right. It's Chicago. Things are happening. This dude, we'll just call him Trevor. Trevor takes his AI and his AI walks and all that shit and like goes to the bar. So they're like hanging out there. Well, Trevor's got to fucking drain the snake. What do you do with your AI? Does your AI robot that you're banging just sit there and like, Interact with other people? 
Does yeah, someone, would you can go someone hit on it? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Could, could I pick up someone else's AI and then he like uses a like find my sex toy like app? And it's, it's, I, what is going to happen? So if you stole it and then had sex with it, would it be rape? Would it be theft the property? Or just, or just, uh, or she's or not a it citizen. Be, it'd be property. Like it's damaged to his property because you would jizz inside of it for sure. Huh. It's going to be weird, man. Like this is such a weird, this is seriously 1030 in the morning. I was just sitting there staring out my window like, oh shit. Like in our lifetime, could there be something where you go to the bar and you're like, is that like, let's just say sometimes when we go to the bar, we look at girls' boobs and we're like, are those real or not? Now, usually it's pretty easy to tell. Imagine when you go to the bar and you're like, is she real or not? Because that's going to happen. Yeah, I think we might miss a little in our lifetime on that. Uh, I completely agree with that, but I'm saying that is going to happen in like, or in, in time, in theory, it's going to happen in America. If I pick up Trevor's girl, would, do you think that AI would understand and be like, yes, you don't. Because it would visually she, recognize you, right? Because it would have to know how to interact with Trevor because the thing wouldn't just be for Trevor. Right. So yes, but what it just be for Trevor? What if Trevor just bought it to be his like? No, I know, but but it would have to know how to interact with Trevor. So it would have to be able to identify Trevor. So somebody that wasn't Trevor, it wouldn't interact the same way. That's. Do you think Trevor turns this doll on, (laughs) like, and then he like takes it out, like go out with them, and then they come back and like bang it, and he like turns her off, and she just like goes back in the closet, or do you think she's like have to put her on a charger? (laughs) That's for sure. It's a Tesla. So yeah, I mean. New batteries. I mean, she arrives in a Tesla semi. Uh, Trevor shows up in his new Roadster. They get out. No, I think, I mean, if you look at some of the uh, robots and stuff they use in movies and that kind of stuff now, they're they're real close, you know. I, I'm, I you know, what's probably going to happen more than that is this push with AR and VR, right? Virtual reality and augmented reality. So Trevor doesn't need to go outside. He puts the but helmet Trevor, on. No, 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 no. There's more self-worth being out in public. So they're going to want that. You know, they have now they have these add-ons to the VR, which are these dolls, which basically have those have. It's a cup that you can stick your schlong in. Uh, it's got it feels like a it's woman. Called, and those we, are called flashlights. Yeah, it's a flashlight, right? It's one of those. Yeah. But you put it's an AR app or VR app that you wear and it's completely physical sex yeah right so i i don't know it's not will the technology exist it's going to be who's the first brave enough person to take their ar out when it's strictly for a social sexual interaction because there's going to be a lot of people that are like yes this is my nanny and it's a robot behind them watching it or this is my dog walker and there's this robot walking your dogs but life really gets interesting when go goes yeah this is my girl bot and I'm going to go bang it later. Well, you know what? I, no more. I think about this. Maybe you're completely right because Trevor takes his girl bot out. What does she eat? Some nuts and bolts. Like yeah. she, she, she can't, he's not going to be like, get her the finest wine and like give her some oil. Like she's not going to be able to eat. Like the bot only puts out after she has 11 glasses of wine. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just not going to. So, and Trevor's got no money left now to pay for the dinner. Cause he's putting all his money on this bot. So Trevor should just get VR and masturbate into a computer. Or maybe go work out and get a girlfriend. 
No, Trevor's just not that kind of guy. Trevor just wants to like not. I don't know. That's that's just so weird to me. And I was like, oh my god, there could be one day where you're just like talking to a robot in a bar, and you like don't even you're like slammer drunk, and it's like your BAC is 0.39. You're like, oh shit, it's a robot, man. Get away from it. And like that's Trevor's robot. The robot's like, I find you very but, sexy. But let me tell you something. Like if any of our friends had like a robot like that. You are damn straight. I'd be trying to have sex with it. <laughs> Dude, there's like, you, you can put this That's down. That's my you dog walking it. bot, Jared. <laughs> Dude, I don't care. If you're like, hey, there's an option, I'd be like, I'm just going to say the craziest things to this robot and try to figure out, because there's a code, like there's a sequence. And I would want to try to figure out that. It's just like beating Zelda. Like there's a way you can beat Zelda in the same way you can sleep with one of these AI dolls. This is seriously... What I was doing at 1030 this morning was writing stuff down about this. Pretty sad. I actually had a thought and it's kind of related, but not. I just I was thinking to myself, well, we've been in the software business for a very long time, but the intelligence is there is why can only ideas be created by humans? Right. Oh, no, robots will have ideas. Yeah. So that's what it gets me. So once they have ideas, because right now we have a challenge, right? We say we have a problem. And really smart people will stare at the sky and they'll go, I think I can solve it by doing this. And so then an idea is created. And sometimes the ideas are so outlandish they don't seem possible. But other times they seem... But you need those. Right. But so you get those really outlandish. Can artificial intelligence dream of things that are so outlandish that you couldn't figure out how to write code to get there? Because... I think I can tell you yes. And I I know the example. Okay. The Facebook robots. That program that Facebook built right. that they had to like, the, they called the government and were like, we don't know what to do. Right. Because they, they built their own language to speak and they were moving, what, a thousand times faster than we can? Right. By using like, so like they already came up with a language that can move that fast. But they weren't creating like, an idea. They weren't, you know, it's, I, have you ever They heard created this? a language. That's an idea. Have like ever- something in their brain was like, let's do this faster. So that's, it's a very abstract idea. It's sure. not like, let's go to the moon. Like right. that's, that's the kind of idea you're talking about. But if they can come up with that stuff and it's 2017, like Lord have mercy. What is 2025 going to look like in this country? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, dude, I'm going to be trying to bang Trevor's fucking sex doll in 2025. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be buying this thing double scotches for myself and be like, let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought you'd find fun in that. I was like, there's, I know you're up on. Some of that not sex doll stuff, but, <laughs> hey. but it seems like every every time I see like a BuzzFeed or, or like something about like these sex dolls are coming out, it's fucking crazy. Well, dude. I mean, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that 90% of the technology we use today was created mainly to get pornography to us faster, right? So 100%. YouTube, email, all of those kind of things don't exist if pornography doesn't exist because that's what people are trying to get to. So the fact that you'd see leaps and robot relationships are probably going to take place in that world before they're going to take place in the, Hey, I'd like to have a buddy to go walk in the park with world. What if you banged Trevor's bot and he didn't know. And then like, she had like a conversation later on and it was like, it was actually better with this guy. And then she like had it recorded and like showed it to Trevor. Dude, there's some crazy things in my mind about these sex dolls, man. <laughs> Jared, I hate to say this, but I think it goes much deeper than these sex dolls, those things that are in your mind. <laughs> well, I 
was just laughing my ass off thinking about like the people who would buy these things and like some of the situations they would get in because they're like not the most they're like socially awkward people man so if they like brought these things in public i'd be like game on i'm i'm sorry i think it's hilarious you're such a bully <laughs> taking some guy's hey. sex bot away and banging it or what i don't think i'm a bull uh, that would be an accomplishment yeah like i said my big thing is when i die i wish that i would get a like a baseball card that had all my sexual statistics on the back and like how many steps i took and what years i did and all that and just said like, hey, in 2007, Jared was league leader in blowjobs with his friends with 12. And I'm like, hey, hey, you guys remember that shit? Like, I think that would be hilarious. But I don't think that I don't think that'll be at the pearly gates waiting for me in the corner of there. Probably. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A day <laughs> in right. your mind. A day in your mind. <laughs> All right. Let's let's go on. Let's do the dude's draft. You ready? Let's do the dude's draft. Okay. All right, a little uh, peeling back the onion here, guys. We Wait a second. Can I, can I go back to that uh, Friday thing here real quick? Can I just bring yeah. up the fact that we did a draft on Friday and somehow oh, we yeah. stumbled into top five white basketball players? You had to pick a team. And we did – I think we were very nice and we let Craig go first. And so Craig and went – We did it because Craig would automatically get one of the top – seven players of all time and that way we can build off of that and our teams will be better from the bottom up right so we're like hey we'll get we'll, and we'll i don't think craig's a, and craig's not a super basketball fan but i think he is a basketball fan and he's yeah. lived in the planet earth for the last yeah. 40 plus years and with the number one pick by craig in the all white team draft you know who he took chris mullen oh uh, it's it's unbelievable. He didn't take Larry Bird. I I, I, I just can I the one thing that happened that I have any record of of this is I've got our teams because I always type them out as we go through here, and I just want you to hear Craig's team: Chris Mullen, Bill Lambeer, Mark Price, Thunder Dan Marley, and John Havlicek. <laughs> <laughs> John Havlicek would have been a better first pick. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could be like, well, okay, maybe you're old school, right? That's the path you want to go. Now, now Dan Grant, Marley is wild. That is fucking wild to me. I mean, years, years, of course, then you get to go too. So the draft ends because you get to go to the second pick and you get Larry Bird in the second pick of the draft. Yeah. So you took Larry Bird, Tom Chambers, Dirk Nowitzki, your allegiance to the janitor here is going to kill your things. So you've got the okay. janitor, Brian Cardinal, and then George Mears on. Which I love. Oh, Smells gosh. like cabbage. Yeah. And then I, mine was Jerry West, Kevin McHale, Paul Gasol, Bill Walton, and Peja Stojevic. Yeah, you won. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. I the janitor. I don't yeah, you got the janitor. Uh, once again. But was it this, this is only... I know we're, we got another draft here that we're doing, but I still... In all of the, I mean, we had a very good evening Friday. It was one of, it was a great time. I enjoyed myself tremendously, but I, I still, uh, I don't remember a lot. But what I do remember is Craig picked Chris Mullen as the number one pick. I mean, I once again, I was blacked out from beginning to end of this thing, and I still remember when I saw the statistic thing. I was like, I think he picked Chris Mullen. 
Yeah. And then I'm just, I, did you get the same text? The next morning I got a text and all it said was Chris Mullen and it came from Craig. It was like his Wikipedia page. Like right. somehow we were going to be like, oh shit, that's right. Chris Mullen is better than Larry Bird. Wouldn't like, you, I would have just buried it. I would have just never spoken of it again. But anyways, so I just think we're hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> no way. That's if he's going to let Larry Bird slide to two for me. Hey, hey, once again, Michael Jordan didn't go number one in his draft class. So no, no. And he people, did bring people, Bodie they, when he brought Bodie in. That, oh, that sealed yeah. the deal. So oh, Craig's so always just, got a spot with me. So to, Jason got into town. We got some free uh, CBJ jackets tickets. Um, we had bourbons before. Very high proof bourbons. Oh. I made him drink a shot of tequila oh. before we went in. Maestro Dobell, by the way, owned the brand. Maestro Dobell, I love it. Then Jason met his long lost friend that he had never met, the, the bartender, <laughs> who made us like quadruple Tito's and cup. Like there was nothing else in them. We sat in the handicap section with Chad Clink for 15 minutes of the game. We're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, what are we doing? Like, uh... I couldn't concentrate on the game. Like, and it was just like complete. Yeah. And then I remember Craig walking in. No, we went to Betty's. Oh, yeah. We went to Betty's. Yeah, Betty's. Shots out to Betty's. Uh, had some good, uh, good grub there. Did we drink there? Oh yeah. Fuck. And you did then shots because you kept bringing the waitresses over. That you know you brought Shorty over, made new shots, and then you had the other two girls came over and do shots. See, this yeah. is why things just get out of control. Yeah. Let's get to this draft. I, I gotta, I gotta mentally get over this stuff and get. I'm, I gotta run tomorrow, two miles at least, to get my week started. So, all right. Two guys being dudes. This is the dudes draft. Today we're doing our favorite pizza places. You get first pick too. Did you know that? Nah, it doesn't matter. I think this is going to be a very, I don't think we're out, anybody's going to have a Larry Bird in their pocket here. Um, the number one thing about this is that pizza rolls do not count. Very they important. Are not a, they are not a place. Okay. So that's a shame because once again, if they were a place, I would, you know what though? If pizza rolls were a place, they'd probably suck at making pizza rolls. Yeah. You don't like pizza. You have a very specific Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if they had a – wait, hold on. What if there was a place and you could choose between deep fried, oven, or microwave? I'd still get a microwave one. I'd still get an order of microwave, bro. You're just so wrong. Sadistic. I know. But there's something about it being mushy like that too, man. I can't help it. I can't help it. Imagine taking your AI robot there and putting a pizza She would want them deep fried because she's got intelligence. <laughs> Even All baked. Right. All right. Asshole. My first pick, uh, DZ, Massey's Pizza. Out of the one, I, this is the one thing. They are franchised out now. So you got to find the good locations. Gahanna's a good one. Um, Sullivan Road's a good one. And Westerville, I would stay away from all the other ones. Massey's Pizza. Pepperoni, well done. Best pizza I've ever had in my life. It's not even close. It's uh, it's they burn it. Like I asked them to burn the crust. I like it done that much. I'd say they averaged about 125 pepperonis on each piece. I'm sorry, on each pizza, and then it's cut eight ways or eight times, and then it's cut once down the middle. And you pick up that middle piece, and it's so crunchy that it doesn't like do the New York flop. It's amazing. So my number one pick, Massey's. I don't think you've had Massey's, right? I've had Massey's many times. I'm totally kidding. I yes. Know. I like Massey's. I, I have it on my list, but I have it down in my 
on the bench because I knew I wasn't going to get it unless you messed up and took, you know, Tom Chambers here. Or yeah, no. I'm not pizza. I will not mess up my pizza draft. That's for sure. You're not getting anyone through this through the wickets today. My first pizza, my number one pizza. This is going to be maybe surprise you, but my old uh, one of my old college roommates worked there, and he used to bring them to us, and I'd never had them before. And then I got to know the guys at the shop really well, uh, and I became absolutely addicted to a large meatball pepperoni mushroom onion at Flying Pizza on campus. Wow. Yeah. It was the best. Absolutely the best because it was a New York style. Yeah. And I know a lot of people would like to go get slices and stuff, but not us. I mean, large. And it was really, I mean, it was an expensive pizza for college, but we had the hookup. So we paid $12 and we always got a large and you could only eat two slices. It was so big. And it was when it's hot and fresh. Oh my God. And that was perfect sauce, perfect meatballs. And they took the meatballs and instead of slicing them really big, they just cut it in half and then cut it so they were kind of cubed off. So they were like yeah. big chunks of meatball. And the pepperoni is perfect. And like like you were saying with Massey's, they, they got the crust just perfect. A little cornmeal on the bottom and it was crusty and it was hard. And, it, and when you bit into it, it, you know, it was great. Yeah. So that's absolutely, I mean, I love that. It was one of my favorite pizzas. Probably the best pizza I had consistently. Uh, ever flying pizza the campus location when they opened the yes. one on bethel road it just didn't do it for me i know guys liked it and it was good but it wasn't campus location is so important which sounds so stupid yeah but it's like some of these places it's like i want you to go to this very specific one though like right. once again with massey's there are some massey's where i'm like no 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 no. like we're not going to that one i will drive extra to avoid that yeah i hear you uh yeah i've had it good uh just not a very memorable place for me because i probably paid too much and you had the hookup. So my number two is New Albany pizza. Um, my family is from the New Albany Sunbury area. Uh, another place that I will drive way far out of my way to go get. Um, Got to get double pepperoni there, though, because they're a little stingy on the pepperoni. Um, they just started taking credit card two years ago, three years ago, maybe. So I love that old like had to bring like a check or cash. I love that. Um they have a sister location in Johnstown. Not as good. Don't go there. And a fun place to eat because they have like old school, like World War II memorabilia, like on the walls and stuff like that. Cool. And like there's like old school stuff that's like the Japs surrendered and like <laughs> huge on the paper. I'm like, whoa, like don't think you're getting away with that stuff now. Uh, little side touch. And you know me, I, I like to do a little crazy stuff with my pizza with New Albany. I like their banana peppers so much, but I don't like banana peppers cooked. So at every bite I take, I put one banana pepper on and take a bite. Nice. That's a, that's a little a little. You've never had New Albany, right? I've never had New Albany pizza. My boss from New Orleans said I've taken him to thirteen places here, and he says it's the best pizza he's had. So. Wow, wow. And we've known each yeah. other for years, and you've never taken me. I see how it works. I'm waiting for that AI robot. <laughs> <laughs> you need a date, huh? <laughs> We'll take you up next time you're in town. I'll take you up there. All righty. Uh, my number two goes back to campus and that would be Tommy's pizza. Okay. Okay. I'm a big fan of Tommy's and I'm a big fan of Tommy's on lane Avenue, not directly on campus, but the one that's just up closer to Arlington. 
That one's really good. I love their cracker-based crust. And this is a Midwest thing too, right? This is Tommy's Pizza is pretty unique. A lot of Columbus pizzas are this way. But there's there's a couple on Grandview that are like this. But I like the thin crust with the pepperoni on it. Great pizza. Absolutely great pizza. So that's my number two pick. Uh, not a fan of Tommy's sauce. That's all I'm going to say. Just, okay. It's not my sauce for some reason. But uh, I've had Tommy's a ton. Uh, always enjoyed it. And you're right, though. Locations, once again... I'd rather be at that location to be at the other one. So I completely agree with that. Uh, so I'm up number yep. three. I'm going to skirt some rules. This is what I do. My number three is Big Walnut High School School Pizza, which is just Tony's School Pizza. Tony's School Pizza is undefeated. The small little pepperonis. You would honestly, there was nothing like pizza day when it came to high school. I... My buddy, uh, Joe Lewis, his mom, like, knew somebody at, like, the school and would get us, like, plates of that stuff. So we'd cook them at home. You could never get it cooked exactly right. The key is, and this is the big thing, too, if you're ever, like, warming up pizza in the morning, go to the skillet. Go to the skillet. Don't try to use the microwave. Don't try to use the oven. Just put that thing on the skillet. You're looking like you already knew this, but um, so school pizza undefeated because everybody's in a good move in the school and never get the cheese pizza. You got to get the pepperoni on it. And you always got to tell the lunch lady, I don't want that one that doesn't have that much pepperoni. Give me the one that has a bunch of pepperoni. And while you're at it, give me three more. I'm a hungry high school kid. I, I, I was trying to figure out, I, I do too have a, kind of a, an infatuation with, or an infatuation with uh, high school pizza. Uh, ours were those like pizza squares. Uh, I don't know if it was the Those same. Did. No, rectangles. Yeah, rectangle. Yeah. Yeah, that's Tony's. Yeah. So is that that's I enjoyed it, but it it didn't make my list. But I I thought about it for some because I figured that might be something that you were gonna do. Oh, so good, so fucking good. Like I, I've thought about going back to my high school just to like try to figure out what day is school pizza and be like, oh, I just showed up right at lunch and just crushed like five of them. <laughs> I've actually yeah. had those thoughts. Yeah. Yep. Maybe you could take your robot date with you. <laughs> She's not mine. She's Trevor's, man. Uh, Trevor spelled backwards, Jared. <laughs> well, and, and by the way, your Captain AI over there, if any, if it came out, I would have to wait a little bit. I actually know. Yeah, I'd pass you down out, my used one. <laughs> no, you would sell it to Zach, and then Zach would quadruple the price. Sell it to Shane. It to Shane yeah. Yep, that's we keep it in the family in our place. <laughs> oh, all righty, my number three. Dun dun dun. Uh, you're going kind of out of pocket. I'm going to go way out of pocket. Uh, on my honeymoon in Florence, Italy, because I know you're thinking of this one place, but I'm not. There's a place called Il Pizzaiolo, I think. It's something crazy like that. But it was the best wood-fired or the best traditional Italian pizza I've ever had in my entire life. This place opened at 9 o'clock at night. We took a taxi and then had to walk a long way. It was packed. and We sat in a stairwell. There was probably only 10 tables in the whole place. We are the only Americans in there at this point. And we just were pointing at stuff. And you know how quick those pizzas come out of those ovens there, right? Oh, yeah. We were talking like... Yeah. Like we pointed at the pizzas, 
we wanted a, a traditional kind of, you know, mozzarella and basil and tomato. And then we had some other one. I think it had uh, prosciutto and something else. They were spectacular. They were the, the, the pizzas were bubbling when they came out and the, the bubbles in the crust, you know, and because the air pockets get in there. And it was, Steph and I had both agreed at that point. It was the best pizza we'd ever eaten. It was phenomenal. And I will never forget that place. And then a guy sold me a pirated Spider-Man movie. Uh, and it was cool because I ran out of stuff to watch and the internet wasn't huge at that point. It kind of was working. But he sold me a, a Spider-Man movie that was pirated. And I was really excited until I got it home and it was in Russian. <laughs> What's the problem there? With Italian <laughs> subtitles. Oh, oh. <laughs> so... But no, that pizza was awesome. I and I the I can't remember the exact pronunciation of the name, but it was the best. See, that was my thing. I I thought about clearly. Me and you know one zero one zero one, which is a pizza place we ate in Italy together. That was I gained three and a half pounds at that place, and we uh, barely, we were eating by the slices. That place was so good. But I was like, I can't really count that one because that was more of a trial, and I didn't get like I don't know. Times. I didn't get like. Yeah, that's the thing. And uh, I I discounted one place on my own list, which just kills me because I can't remember the name of the damn place. Because it went out of business. And it just absolutely is wrecking my mind. So, uh, yeah, so I left Italy out on my list. But okay. we, we, I mean, there was the pizza in Italy. The dough is just completely different. Right. It's not even any, it's like there's, when people are like, oh, what's the food like in Italy? You can't explain it. It's like unprocessed stuff that doesn't make you feel like all the way weighed down just amazing so uh my number four has been something that's in my only been in my life for about five years i would say maybe five years um and it's definitely somewhere where i test my boundaries with food so i don't get um just the everyday normal plain jane stuff for myself harvest pizza okay um I re- i've had I really it once like, yeah 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 harvest is really good um cool thing is you can take anybody if like somebody's a vegan or like i don't know blah, 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 blah. they've got every sort of hook up there um they've got like their number one pizza i forget what the hell it's called it's got like corn salsa it's got crazy shit on it and i eat it like i don't ask questions it just tastes good to me um and they got pepperoncinos which i love pepperoncinos so i get like double pepperoncinos on like every pizza i get there um really high quality stuff so and um when i'm working They'll pay for my food, so I like to make a lot of, lot of uh, stops for lunch at Harvest. So Harvest. Pizza. Oh, and Curio, Curio, one of the best places to get a cocktail in Columbus. If there's anybody here who's like, where should I go to get a good cocktail? Go to Curio, and it's uh, they share a building, same owners and everything. So Curio is amazing. Okay, cool, nice. I'm uh, gonna go with my fourth pick. It's new to me, but I've eaten it quite a bit since I moved here, and is my. Uh, I finally found my favorite deep dish pizza in Chicago. And it's not the it's not pizza. It's not the it's not the ones that everybody thinks, but it's called Michael's Pizza and Tavern. And I can tell you it's such a good deep dish pizza that my wife, who hates deep dish pizza, loves this pizza. Deep dish isn't pizza. It's but pot. they also have a thin crust pizza that is outstanding. It's a that's but it's, that's pizza. But it's Deep so solid that you get two. You get two choices. Because now we always get, on Tuesday, the deep dish is $15, where it's normally $22. So it's $15. And it is 
awesome. And I know you don't claim it to be pizza and I can, I can understand the arguments, especially if you look at my list, I go from ultra thin to deep dish. Uh, but I'm telling you, Michael's pizza and tavern just North of Wrigley. Phenomenal mom and pop place. Great sauce, great sports bar. So that's my number four. I just can't. I mean, I, I've always thought deep dish is not pizza to me. Like, the traditional way Chicago pizza is made to me, that is a pie. But, you know, I'll let it slide. Whatever, man. If you want to cheat your way to the t- top, I mean, go and do whatever you, you took want. took Big Walnut High School pizza. I meant that it's high school pizza, and you knew exactly what it was because you've had it. I understand. So you yeah. claim that to be a pizza. I'm going to claim pizza. It's a, a It's a rectangle. It's a pizza. It's a slice of pizza. You're, you're shitting Italy that you, you were don't, talking about. That's not a slice of pizza because it doesn't. You don't get it, and there's not ten of those in a order. You They're just individual. said you were in Italy. You were getting things handed to you by the slice. I said, "Well, no, I didn't." I said, "You could get things handed to you by the slice at Flying Pizza on campus." No, you said in the Italy one that you were. I thought you said you were getting it by the slice. No, no, individual pizzas. You're bullshitting a bullshitter right now. You're no. trying to. I can rewind this. it and we can listen to it. No, about the pizza thing from school. That's it's a slice of school pizza. But it's not really a slice. Each one's individually baked. It's a pizza. It's they don't cut it up and give you pizza. little bites. No, but I'm just saying if you're not going to include deep dish pizza, then then you're sadly mistaken that the thing that you had at high school is pizza as well. It is pizza to the it's a, it's a definition of pizza. And so is deep dish Chicago style. All right, what's your fifth pick? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. See, this the is place. what it goes. Now he can't even think of the name of the place. It sucks, man. So I got to throw him out. I I I, it, I got um, one of those too. Ah, it kills me so much. Because I can, I'll put my can't remember the name one in, and you can put yours in. All right, I don't remember the name of this place, but it was in Sunbury. It was on the square, and every Monday, if you bought one, you got one. That's a hell of a deal. That is a good deal. So, there was no parking. And if anybody knows the Sunbury Square, that sucks. Um, when you went into the place, it was like just the, like the, his house. God damn it. It's killing me that I don't know the name of this place. Um, and he would put, it was just like a Massey's almost, but it was like a, more of like he used like Chef Boyardee kind of stuff to make it. Um, mm, tasty. <laughs> But the pepperoni that he used was so good. And he had porn inside the place. So it was just the only guys in there. Then he'd like kind of like release some magazines. But if it was like women and stuff like that, he kept the, he kept the place pretty clean. I think he got taken down because he was like a bad dude. Pretty sure like his, his reign of uh, good pizza in Sunbury was brought down by him. But uh, like there are people that I know from Sunbury. And that's why it sucks is we always try to we always forget the name. And then it like comes back to us. I'm like, oh yeah, you, it just, it was such a good pizza. And it's the thing that sucks the most about it is that when it went out of business, we bought like five of them and it was just like trying to like not eat it all and try to like see how long you can actually make it last. Cause you knew it was just gone forever. Like that just sucks when you know something's gone forever like that, man. It's kind of like when your AI pussy leaves you, man. It's just, just one of those things. So yeah, so my unnamed place from Sunbury that I promise everybody, the first thing you'll hear out of my uh, lips next time on this podcast will be that that place's name. All righty. I put it down as the Sunbury Square unnamed pizza place. Is that good enough? 
That's perfect. God okay. damn, it kills me though. Well, I have one of those places, and my place is in Palm Springs, California. And it, Wait, we were out there for the Rose Bowl, huh? Palm Springs is it in Florida? There's a there's a Palm Springs, California, very and what and there's one in Florida. No, there's a Palm Beach Wait. and a West Palm Wait. in Florida. Palm Springs is not in Florida. No. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I have no idea where things are at. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, so we I'm went running. out there for the Rose Bowl. Uh, and it was, I think it was the Oregon, Ohio State Rose Bowl of like 2013, maybe? Something like that? Or was it before that? Okay. Something like that. So it was the Rose Bowl. And we had uh, already, before uh, the Buckeyes made the Rose Bowl, we had already made plans to go out to Palm Springs for Christmas holiday season. So we were out there, and just so happened the Buckeyes made it. So we said, ah, perfect, let's go to the game. Well, we came back from the game, and that night we ordered pizza from this delivery place in Palm Springs. And I have no idea what the name was, but it was, with all the other pizzas in my list, I love them, but this is the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. It was amazing. It was so good. It had, like, the perfect sauce. And it had what I really like when they shred the onions and the peppers and that kind of stuff. So they're like really shredded instead of diced or anything like that. But they're like they're shredded and the sausage was small and crumbled all over the pizza, not big chunks of it. It was mm-hmm. the best pizza I ever had. And the crust was was kind of it was it was thicker than a New York pizza, but not too thick. I have no idea what the name of this place was. I've only had it once in my life. I was very oh. hungry, but it was the greatest. It was so good that we ordered like three larges. And I can tell you this much. I got up like twice in the night to go eat more of it. Like it was Damn. that good. Like I didn't want it to somebody else to eat it the next day. So I can't, I'll never know what the name of that place is. But when I think of pizza and I close my eyes and go, what was the best bite of pizza I ever had? That's right there. Still is to this day. And I don't know why, but it, man, was it awesome. So that's mine. Mine is the pizza place in Palm Springs. <laughs> who'd you have off your? Who'd you have on your list that didn't make it? Uh, granddads uh, in Columbus, uh, yep. mainly because, uh, well, they're granddads. They're kind of like Tommies, but I'd rather have Tommies than granddads. But granddads delivered, so I always got granddads. Uh, they started delivering beer like two years ago, which is kind of cool. I have Jets on here. I want, let's have this conversation. Yeah. Not great it's, pizza. I don't think Jets is, uh, it's just gone. It's, it's just gone for, it was just a, it was a, a moment in time. The, it was a, when we figured out how to make the turbo crust, double pepperoni, just, just order it perfectly. I mean, that was a run, man. Eight squares. You had oh, to do that. It was so good. 40 Probably. ranches. When we figured out, oh yeah, yeah, does as much ranch as you could. When we figured out that they had wings too, oh, oh that cinnamon, the thing cinnamon, that they had? The, yeah. We should got jets while you're in town. What a mistake! There but, was a two yeah, year run. Is, yeah, yeah, it's fallen from grace. It's just like uh, hot chicken takeover for me. It's fallen from my graces. It's just the quality hasn't kept up. I don't think so. Yeah. That's what always happens in these places. But yeah. jets, jets was yeah, jets was an unbelievable run. Um, yeah. I probably consumed more. I mean, definitely, if I look at the list, I probably had more Jets pizza than, wow, looking at my list, probably than almost everything on my list. I, I wouldn't be close. Oh, yeah? 
Massey's in New Albany. He's like, oh, I just go nuts for those. Yeah, I had I, Massey's this week on like Tuesday. I just said, fuck it and got Massey's. I like Massey's. It is really, really good. Who so, else do you have? Anybody else? Uh, Rotolo's. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Rotolo's from like the, the Rotolo's on Fifth Avenue. Like yeah. the original one. It's good. But the problem with Rotolo's is it's so heavy that I feel like I beat up after I have one. It's really good, and it always sounds great. But then after I eat it, I'm like, man, I wish I just had a pizza that wasn't so heavy. So, yeah. How about you? What are what are you missing? I mean, Jets made it a course, but I was like, I'd rather just have the conversation. I'm not going to put them in there. Right. Um, old Donatos when Donatos old was Donatos. actually making, before McDonald's yeah. bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you are having me or Mike Blanchard make your Donatos because we knew how to make the crust actually crunchy. Mm. Um, pizza House. Oh down yeah, on Lincoln. I like Pizza House. Yeah. Pizza House Salt, but once again, quality has dropped down a lot on them. Uh, little place called Gallows. I like Gallows. The problem with Gallows, Gallows, I think we all understand, and I'm sure he won't ever listen to this, but it's too fucking big to take home. You can't well, put the box in the fridge. How, you got to have negative Nick. Uh, I don't know if I can make this pizza for you. Can I, I make know. this pizza any well, bigger? I don't think that. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I love it, and they're great for the slices sitting at the bar or if at the bar you're eating one. But if you try to order yeah. a whole one and take it home, you can't close it in the fridge. I'll tell you, my mom got that one, and that, that was her first time eating a gallows, like like actually like right. ordering or something. She was very impressed by that slice. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I put a weird one on here, and I, I'd be interested on your take. Papa John's. Like, uh, once again, that, t- that thing where I said, like, if I want McDonald's, I get McDonald's. If I want shitty pizza, yeah, I get Papa John's. I don't get Pizza Hut. What, where do you come out on Papa that? Papa John's is the right pizza to order when you have, like, 20 people over at your place and you just want to fill them with food. And you don't yeah. want to spend a ton because it's, it's simple enough that almost everybody will eat it, but no one's going to rave about it. Yeah. Like, and they did that, like, at the Papa Points and all that. And they had their specials, always buy one, get one. So, I mean, you could get in and out with two pizzas for, like, $12 sometimes there. So they're a, They have more coupons and more shit going on than yeah. anybody on this planet. Yeah, I don't mind it. There's one that I thought of that I forgot that I, I wouldn't mind putting in there. It would be Planks. You remember Planks Pizza down in German Village? No, I don't know. Uh, Planks is good. It, it's got a really sweet sauce, which makes Planks. it interesting. Yeah. Uh, we didn't say uh, hound dogs either. So Ooh, shots spicy. Dogs. Yeah, spicy sauce at hound dogs. Yeah, nice call. But eat, once again, though, eat it there. Hey, Don't Jared. try to take your... Yeah. You know what I had last night? I don't know. Late night slice. I don't like it. <laughs> I... Uh... I, I like to, their, their triple pepperoni thing, their spicy pepperoni, regular pepperoni, and large pepperoni, or whatever That's that what is. I used to order. Yeah, it's good. I had it last You're night. Gonna, you want to bring it full circle? You want, you want to know why I don't order anymore? Why? Tomato chunks. I swear to God, I didn't. I never realized it. And then one day, like I took a bite, and the, the cheese like slid off, and there was just chunky tomatoes all over it. I calmly put it all back in the box, folded it up, and was like, never again. You're, wow. all, you're, you're on my list. You're on the Matt Noblet, Jared Camden list of death. Banned. I'm, they're banned. They're completely banned. So I enjoyed it. I had it last night and this morning. I had two slices for dinner and then two slices this morning for breakfast. That, that was Do it. Do you get the slut sauce? Yes. You, oh, excuse me. Unicorn slut sauce? Unicorn sauce. sauce. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sure yeah. did. That's good. All right. Anything else on this episode? No. Perfect.
Now I'm uh, hungry. So I'm going to go order a yeah. pizza. <laughs> I'm say like, I, luckily, I'm completely pizzaed out right now, so it's not going to happen for me. So, well, you uh, you have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, enjoy the Michigan game. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Yeah, we'll be on next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. We'll know if uh, the Buckeyes will have continued the streak. Fuck yeah. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes, at JBCam, III, and at JFrost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Two Guys Being Dudes. And on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com.